One of the major issues I see universally across the board with all women when we find out that we have been betrayed by our husbands is poor body image. Beautiful, betrayal can come in many forms, including infidelity, lying, breaking of trust in the relationship, pornography, and it has a significant impact on the way you now view yourself with your body. We have a tendency to look in the mirror and we critique or criticize everything about ourselves, and this can be very detrimental to our emotional and mental health. So what do we do about it? Well, in today's broadcast, I really want to help you to understand what we are actually doing to ourselves when we get caught up in this, I have to look more attractive state because we've been betrayed, what it does to us. And I want to share with you some strategies to actually move you through to a healthier place. So stay tuned. Hey beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault. And this pain, it'll never go away. Until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. I know this is going to be a little difficult topic for a lot of you that are listening today um, because body image is a huge issue after we've been betrayed. And I know that quite well because I went through it myself. I looked in the mirror. I critiqued everything about myself. I loathed the way I looked and I started really going through a plethora of questions or statements that you probably have thought at one time or another. Things like, I'm obsessed with how I look since my husband's affair. Why does he look at a certain body type? Is that what he truly desires? I've gained so much weight since I found out about his betrayal. I feel awful about myself, but I don't know what to do about it. 
The other woman is so much younger than I am and more attractive. How can I compete with her? Well, beautiful, I hear you loud and clear, and I want you to understand I've been there. I have fought that battle. I had the same thoughts, but I want you to know that I was able to overcome. I was able to move through and heal from that, and I want to help you to do the same because you were never meant to actually struggle in the way that you are struggling today. So I know that society has really been behind this body image issue that we deal with. You know, society, they paint women a certain way. And when I say the word paint, I literally mean the word paint. They airbrush everything. All of the magazines that you see, um, they have tons of makeup on when you see them on TV shows and movies. How do I know that? I was actually an extra in the Army Wives and believe me, the makeup that they put on me for that scene, I had to peel it off of my face. <laughs> A little tidbit about Lisa there. But I remember, you know, we, we have this tendency to look at ourselves the way society looks at women. And that is unhealthy, to say the least. I know that it's even getting worse daily. We see women that dress provocatively. They flaunt themselves in certain ways. Um, and it's very demeaning to say the least. And I know that there might be some of you that might disagree, but it is demeaning. And I don't mean that we have to dress in a paper sack. No, no. I believe that we should dress appropriately. But to walk down the street in some of the outfits that I see, it's like, why bother even dressing, right? And I'm sure some of you agree. And it can be very triggering for a woman who has actually suffered from the trauma due to betrayal. Her husband has been addicted to pornography. He is a sex addict. He's been in chat rooms. He's had actual sexual physical affairs. These images can be very triggering. But... They can also have a damaging effect on us in the sense of now we are looking at our bodies in a very different manner. Now, some of you, like me, may have struggled all of your life with body image. And I once again attribute that to society. But the question is, is it really how beauty works? Is that how beauty works? And is that really how attraction works? Well, that's two questions I want to pose to you, but also what's even more important than that is attractiveness, the measuring stick that you want to evaluate yourself with. At the end of the day, do you want to evaluate yourself with what society says that is attractive? Or let's take it to another level. Do you want to evaluate your daughter that way, or your sister that way, or even your best friend that way. I mean, if you take it to that level, you kind of step back and go, hmm, right? Well, when you've been betrayed, you so desperately want to understand this thing about attractiveness because that's where our mind goes. Our mind has a tendency to think 
that this is actually the mindset of the betrayer. And we want to climb into their mind, so to speak, so we can see as they see. We want to see what they are finding attractive so that we can try to make some sense out of something that actually doesn't make any sense. You know, we want to understand what our husband finds attractive. You know, what was it about the other woman that drew him to her? What continues to draw him to the pornography sites? And again, while I completely understand that you are curious about this, because I was as well, I wanted to know these things as well. The bottom line is this. Your focus is on the wrong thing. Now hold tight with me, beautiful. Don't don't shut me off right yet because you need to hear this. This is a loving podcast today that's going to wake you up. I've spent some time over the last number of weeks working my clients through this issue and they have been totally awakened to what was going on and they have started to walk through to a very very good healing level because of the way they now see it instead of seeing it from the way society places it so let's dive in you know no one at all has an affair or is unfaithful or acts out sexually because of the attractiveness of another person. I know that you may feel like that's the reason, but I can tell you it's not. I, I can tell you that because remember, for those of you who have listened to most of my podcasts, you know that at one time I was the betrayer at the age of 25. And it wasn't attractiveness that drew me into that affair. And it, it most of the time, 99% of the time, is not attractiveness that draws someone into an affair. In fact, some sex addicts, they actually tell you that their partner, the one who they actually betrayed, is the most attractive person to them and that that's who they're actually sexually attracted to. Now, I know in your mind that is making no sense right now. And to me, when I was in the midst of it, it didn't make sense to me as well. But when it comes to you, let's focus in on you right now. The problem with focusing on the appearance of Maybe the porn star that your husband has been, you know, fixated on or the uh, woman that he had a sexual affair with, um, the woman he had an emotional affair with for that matter. What you're doing when you're focusing on their appearance is you're actually comparing yourself to them and you're creating a very painful situation for yourself and you're creating a body shame within yourself. You're creating a poor body image for yourself and you're actually, number two, reducing yourself to nothing but a collection of body parts. Now, I know some of you probably just went, whoa, I need to back that up. Did she just say what she said? And yes, beautiful, I did. Because when we focus on the appearance of the other woman, the, the people who are actually 
in pornography, right? Those people that they are watching, the women they're watching, and we're comparing ourselves to them, we are actually reducing ourselves to nothing but a collection of body parts. In other words, you are self-objectifying. Self-objectifying. That's the one thing that we stand against as partners who have been betrayed. We look at it and go, you know, here you are looking at pornography and you are objectifying women. Or if they have been sleeping with another woman, you're like, you're objectifying women. You are making them this idol, so to speak, this collection of body parts, um, this, you know, picture on a magazine, you are objectifying them for your own selfish self-gratification. But what we are doing when we compare ourselves to those other women is we're actually doing it to ourselves. We're self-objectifying. And objectification means the action of degrading someone to the status of a mere object. Hear me on this, beautiful. You are not a mere object. You are a precious, beautiful woman of God, a treasure in His eyes. He created you beautifully, fearfully, and wonderfully made, and you were never, and let me emphasize that, you were never meant to be an object. And this is never something you should do to yourself. Remember, beauty is from the inside out, not the outside in. In scripture, God even says that he looks at the inward, the heart of man, not the outward appearance. Many times we get that so mixed up. We think that in order to be accepted, in order to not be rejected, and in order to be loved, we have to look a certain way. Well, beautiful, the truth is this. You can spend hours, you can spend days, you can spend years perfecting your appearance. You can spend tens of thousands of dollars on improving your body and your appearance, yet be completely devoid of beauty. You could be the most ugliest person on the inside, and it doesn't mean a thing what you've done on the outside. I've witnessed it, right? So beauty is from within. And believe it or not, your most beautiful self is most likely to be found in the small little moments of your day. Believe it or not, when you first wake up in the morning, when you're sweaty and spent after a massive workout, when your hair is in a messy bun and you're in the chicken coop with rubber boots on and dirt on the side of your face and you have no makeup on and you're so vulnerable, yet you're looked at as a woman of integrity, character, purity of heart, and in that case, be extremely gorgeous. So why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we self-impose this self-objectification and take this on because we've compared ourselves to the porn stars and the other woman? Why do we do this? Well, beautiful, it's because betrayal has a significant impact on your body image. 
which refers to how someone perceives and feels about their physical appearance. It makes us look at ourselves in a different mirror or through a different filter. You know, betrayal comes in many forms, right? And whether it's pornography, infidelity, whether they've lied, been caught in so much deceit, breaking the, the trust, the betrayal in and of itself causes us to look at ourselves in a different way. We develop self-doubt. We start to wonder about our own worth. And the self-doubt can lead to negative thoughts about our physical appearance, making us feel unattractive and unworthy. Then there is the issue of weight fluctuations because betrayal causes actual physical stress. And that stress can lead to changes in appetite and weight fluctuations. I know I gained about 25 pounds through that betrayal journey and it really caused me to loathe the way I looked. I could not stand the way I looked. And it had a major impact on my body image and it made me feel uncomfortable in my own skin. And I'm going to share with you one of the things that I did to help break that cycle. It also can lead us to feel very unlovable. And if someone's been betrayed, which you have been, you feel unlovable, unworthy of love, and it can make you feel that you're not physically attractive enough to even be loved, leading to a very poor body image. Then that can lead us to obsessing over our appearance. And in some cases, we may start obsessing over our appearance after the betrayal so much that we try to control everything in our life that feels out of control. We get obsessed. So we run off and have plastic surgery. We've got to have all the Botox to where our face doesn't even move. We've got to have so much filler that we don't even look like ourselves, right? Now, I'm not against Botox, okay? I get it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not against Botox. I'm not against fillers. I use them, okay? I'm past due. But I use them, and I'm not against them. But when we cross the barrier of obsession with them to where we don't even look like ourselves anymore, that's when it's crossed over to a deep psychological issue. And this causes us to be very out of balance with who we are. Well, this all contributes to self-objectification. And again, this is where you actually see yourself as an object to be viewed and evaluated based upon your appearance instead of looking at yourself for who God truly created you to be. You're diminishing yourself to just a shell of a person to just an outward appearance. No longer do you relate to the woman who you really are, the woman God created, your identity being in Christ. You now look at yourself as just an object. Well, here are a couple of ways that this feeds self-objectification, where betrayal does this. External validation, and this is when someone is unfaithful, being your husband, 
it makes you feel as though you're not enough and not attractive enough. And so you're seeking approval or validation based upon your physical appearance. So you're going to wear more makeup. You're going to dress more provocatively. You're going to lose a lot of weight. You're going to work out to where you can't hardly walk anymore. You're going to do all the fillers and not even look like yourself anymore. Then you're going to start to compare yourself to the other woman or the the pornography uh, stars. And this is where you're going to feel like you're falling short because, again, they've been airbrushed. um, You know, they've been made to look a different way. And I'm even going to go so far as to say you're looking at the other woman who is making herself look extremely attractive so that she can hopefully have men gravitate to her. I know because unfortunately, I was that woman at 25. And I even hate saying it because it I, I realized that I had objectified myself at that age. I had diminished myself to nothing but an object. And that's what the other woman does. She has done that to herself. And with you comparing yourself to her, you're putting yourself in the same category, beautiful. And that's not a good place to be. So how do we begin to break these things? Well, I first want to tell you that you have to go back to who God created you to be. You are that beautiful, fearfully, wonderfully made woman of God, his precious treasure. And at the end of the day, you are worthy to be loved. To be loved when you wake up in the morning and your hair is sticking straight up like a rooster and you have no makeup on and you have drool on the side of your face, okay? You are worthy of love. You are worthy of love on the days when you've gained 25 pounds and you're struggling because of the stress of the trauma of the betrayal. You are worthy to be loved on the days when you do have it all together and you look your best. You are worthy of love at all times. That's where you look inward. It is more important to be a woman of integrity who holds her ground and who stands firm in her moral character and who stays pure at heart. That is far more important than being some beauty on the side of a magazine that has been objectified. Now, I will tell you, One of the ways that I broke this, besides going to God and doing those things and recognizing who I was, one of the ways that I broke this cycle with myself was something that God spoke to my heart about and told me to do. And it's not easy. But I would tell you, if you're brave enough, take the step and do it. Because it definitely breaks the cycle of self-objectification. What I did is I actually went into my bathroom and I stripped down naked. Yes, this is this is still PG, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just telling you, this works. I went into the bathroom and I stripped down naked and I stood there. And I will tell you, when I first did that, it took everything I had to look at myself in the mirror. And I caught myself very quickly critiquing and criticizing everything about my body. Everything, up and down. And I critiqued and criticized 
until it felt so bad. And then God stopped me and said, hold up, wait a minute, back up. And I want you to see yourself not through the lens of society, not through the lens of self-objectification, but I want you to see yourself for who you really are. So from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, I started looking. And I noticed that I had scars from many, many surgeries. And he made me realize that those scars were a reminder of what he had brought me through and what I had healed from and how I was healthier today than I was when I was actually sick and dealing with some of those things. I have a scar from gallbladder surgery, appendix, uh, side-to-side abdominal hysterectomy. Yes, my stomach looks like a tic-tac-toe board, but I realized I survived all of that. And it was beautiful to know that I actually am thriving today, a very healthy woman. Then there were the um, stretch marks all over the belly from having two beautiful daughters that are my best friends today. And instead of looking at them as just these ugly disfigurations, I started to look at them as, wow, God chose me to bring my daughters into this world. He chose me to be their mom. And these are a reminder that I carried life that God put life inside of me to give birth to. And he chose me to do that. And those remind me, when I look at them now, of my two beautiful daughters. They bear witness to the life that I brought forth on this earth. And God chose me to do that. And then there's the places where gravity has hit, right? And instead of me looking at it saying, oh my gosh, look at how awful that looks and look at how old I'm getting, I actually looked at it and said, wow, I fed those babies with those beautiful breasts that are now not so high and tight as they used to be. And that shows that I was able to do that. And for those of you who weren't, well, They are there and they are beautiful and they show that you are aging and that you are still that beautiful woman that God created you to be. Those, all of these things are a part of who you are from head to toe. Beautiful, every scar, every blemish, every dimple, every cellulite, every sag, every stretch mark, every curve that you have is a sign of the creator and how he created you. He molded you the way you are and said you are very good. And you have to realize and come to the conclusion that if your husband doesn't look at you as worthy and lovable and desirable, It doesn't mean that you are the one who is unworthy and not enough. It means he's not worthy of you. And I hope you heard me well on that. If he doesn't look at you with the desire in his heart that God originally gave him and see you for the woman 
of who you are, the treasure that God created you to be, the gift that God gave him, then he is no longer worthy of you. And that beautiful is God's truth. So I want to say to you today, instead of looking at yourself in the mirror and condemning the way you look, criticizing everything about yourself, and reducing yourself to nothing but an object since his betrayal. Begin to look at yourself through a different filter. As the woman of God, fearfully, beautifully, wonderfully made, one who walks in integrity, one who walks in strong character, and has purity of heart, One that people would say, she is truly a woman of God. Instead of walking in the way society would say you have to walk in. Because that in and of itself is degrading. And God never meant for women to be degraded. To be brought down to nothing but an object of selfishness and self-gratification. Jesus loved women and he respected them and had them at a high level. Never diminish yourself down to society's level. Hold yourself at the level of Jesus's standard and that is where you find true healing. Beautiful, I hope this helped you today. I know this was not an easy episode, but I really hope that you found what you needed within it. And I would love to hear from you on this. I would love to hear some feedback, how this helped you. And would you like to hear more teaching on how you can break free from poor body image? Because I'd love to help you with it. So beautiful, I am bringing a special guest to you this Friday. Make sure to set it on the schedule because it's going to release early Friday morning and you're in for a real treat. Be blessed, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.